The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Why faith in every aspect of your life is vitally important. Welcome to Sound of Heaven Radio, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. And we are here with you each and every single Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. We want you to join us, mark it in your calendars, set your alerts, your alarms, set it all. I am your host, Pastor Johnny Over. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park, right next to the uh, Tanger Outlets. I'm sure all the women out there know exactly where uh, there it is. Men, I apologize for that. I want you to visit our website at soh.church where you can see everything that we're about. Check out our services, hear amazing testimonies, listen to our worship, the music that we have. It's an absolute must. You could also download our app. It's free. It's in the app store. Just search Sound of Heaven uh, and, uh, and, and there it is. Boom. Hey guys, welcome. I hope you're having a great weekend so far and I hope you're having a great Sunday morning. I appreciate your time every single Sunday from 11 a.m. up until the, to your lunchtime hour. And today we get to talk about faith. We have an amazing guest today, Nick Tangora, B, uh, uh, BLI's own Nick Tangora, TikTok's own Nick Tangora, uh, upcoming superstar, uh, in the making. He's going to be joining us talking a little bit about faith, a little bit about where he's at. And uh, it's going to be a great conversation. But faith is just so important. It, it really is. And when I think about faith, I think about, first off, all the things that we put faith in that maybe we shouldn't put faith in, right? It's say, it's, a lot of times we say it's so hard to have faith. And I hear that so much. How do I have faith in this? And, and I just point out some things. We have faith in many areas, right? So, for example, we have faith in that little yellow line, right? You know what I'm talking about? When you're driving down the road, there's that little painted yellow line in the middle of the road. And you have faith. That the person in the opposite direction hasn't been drinking the night before. You have faith that that person's not texting on their phone. You have faith that person is not going to lean over and kind of pull that steering wheel in a different direction. You have no control over the, what the other person is doing, driving in that opposite direction. But each and every single day, we have faith that they're going to do what they're supposed to do. They're going to be paying attention, driving. Sure. And listen, there's a lot at stake, right? If they just pull their wheel about six inches a lot of lives change, and and we have faith in those things. And and so what, let's define faith. What does the Bible actually say about faith? And for those of you who don't know by now, the foundation of everything that I believe comes from the Word of God, the Bible. And so that's kind of everything that I defend or talk about is going to come from that foundation, that the Bible is accurate, the Bible is real, and we'd love to have some even more dialogue about that. But here's what the Bible says about faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 1, it says this, 
Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. There it is. There's your definition. It's the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, that you're assured in the things that you hope for, that you are convicted in things that you are not yet able to see. And that's why faith is such a struggle. Because we are conditioned in our in our life and in our flesh and in our in our worldly bodies to always listen, I'll believe it when I see it, right? Come on, be honest, right? It's it's easier to believe something when you see it right in front of your faith. But the faith that God is trying to pull out of our lives is the when we believe in him when it's not so easy. When we trust in him when it's not so convenient, that we are assured that he is going to come through for us, even when it doesn't look good. That, that's what pleases God, and honestly, that's what allows the supernatural to take place in our life. Is it easy? Absolutely not. But that is what faith is. Think about it. I mean, your, your spouse, your partner, right? I mean, you have faith that they're going to be faithful to you. Right? You can't guarantee me that they won't be unfaithful. You can't, you can't control the future. You can't control next week. You have to live a life of faith that you are going to trust them at their word. You're going to trust their character. You're going to trust their history. You're gonna, there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of ingredients that allow you to put faith into something. It would be foolish to put faith into something that is proven to be unfaithful. It'd be foolish to, to be able to put faith into something that has shown you time and time again that they're unfaithful. Why would you why would you put faith into something like that or someone like that? And that's the great thing about God. The word of God says that God is not like man. Man lies. God is faithful. God's word doesn't come back void. God's word is yes and amen. But it's not in our time. See, there's all these factors to it, right? When we talk about God and when we talk about faith and and when we put faith into something, um, we want it done in our time. And when our time delays, all of a sudden our perception gets gets a little messed up and and all of a sudden we could start to doubt. But but faith is what strengthens that. And so today I want to be talking out of the book of First Peter. It's actually an epistle, epistles Latin for letter. So First Peter is addressing here. In this letter, it says to the elect resident aliens scattered through Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, and it talks about the elect resident aliens. Now, this is a long, weird term for a biblical term, Gentiles, which is the unbelieving or backslidden Jewish and non-Jewish people of the first century. When you hear the word Gentile, okay, they're talking about an unbelieving sect. So they were either Jewish people who were following and abiding in the Jewish faith who no longer believed or the completely non-Jewish people who did not abide by any of the law. That is what that term Gentile represents. So 1 Peter is a letter that is written to those people, non-believers as we would like to call them today. And again, the word of God describes them as elect resident aliens. Again, I know it's a weird, uh, a crazy term to us today, but that's how they do it. Uh, and so I want to also talk about the type of people. And again, you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and we're on every Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. I pastor the church, the Sound of Heaven, located in Deer Park by the Tanger Outlet. So let's talk about the people that this letter was addressing here. We see in chapter 1, in 1 Peter 1, verse 8, people who live there, Peter describes as the, the people who uh, live the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors. Nice. Cute. Peter's like, you live an empty life. Those are those who I'm talking to. In chapter 2, verse 10, Peter addresses these people 
Once you were not a people. He's saying you weren't even deserving to be called a people. Those are who I'm talking to. And even going further, chapter 4, verse 3, we see actually the lifestyle of these people. It says, For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery. Now, debauchery is, just I want to break here, means excessive indulgence in sensual pleasures. These are people who specifically live their life dedicated to only things that please their flesh, right? And we know that not everything that pleases our flesh is good for us. Listen, drugs please your flesh. They make you feel good in the moment. That doesn't mean that it's good for you, right? That doesn't mean every time. And so this is excessive indulgence in those types of things. So that's what debauchery is. So these are people who lived in debauchery. It also says these are people who lived in lust and drunkenness in orgies. Yeah, Peter's saying, yo, those of you who just going crazy with these orgies, I'm talking to you. He also says these are people who are carousing, and carousing is drinking to the point of being obnoxiously out of control. I'm talking to you. And then lastly, these are people who are engaged in detestable idolatry. What's detestable mean? Deserving of immense hatred. I joke around my wife. I say the Hallmark Channel is detestable idolatry. The, the Hallmark Channel is deserving of intense hatred. I'm kidding, ladies. I'm sorry. I apologize. My wife loves it. It's on 24-7 in my household at times. It's in June, Christmas in July, right? All this craziness going on with, with, with the Hallmark Channel. But in all seriousness, listen, the reason why that I wanted to point these things out was because Peter was not writing a letter to the churchgoers. He's not writing a letter to people who believed in God. He's not writing a letter. He's not writing this letter to, 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 to what you would deem as the Christian people or people who believe in God. Sometimes we get that viewpoint when we read about the Bible. And so, yes, this whole letter, the epistle of First Peter, were these people who were, again, living a life that wasn't pleasing to God. They were living a life that was destroying their lives. They were living a life worshiping false gods that were causing them harm. Uh, they were living a life of lust, and just a quick difference of lust and love. Lust always looks to take. Love always looks to serve. And so when you're always taking for people and never pouring back, that can be a problem. Drunkenness. God has no problem with drinking. His first miracle was water to wine, not wine to water. But he has a problem with when you take it to an excessive state where you don't even remember what's going on. Orgies, carousing. I mean, this is a crazy thing. So I want to get into this letter. Again, you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Over. We're with you every week at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. I pastor a church, Sound of Heaven, located in Deer Park. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we're going to get into exactly what this letter was saying to these groups of people. Hang on a second. Welcome back to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and we're excited that you just carve out an hour every single Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. That's right. Every single Sunday, 11 a.m., 7 p.m., uh, we are here, and I'm so glad you spend that time with us. We, we get so much great feedback and really challenging people in their faith and encouraging people during such a difficult time, uh, and we hope we're, that we're doing the same for you. Uh, the church that I pastor, the Sound of Heaven, is located in Deer Park right next to the Tanger Outlets Women. Every single one of you know where that is. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, and I would like for you to visit the, our website at SOH.Church. Check it out. See what we're about. Uh, give us a call. Shoot us an email. Read our stories, testimonies, articles, teachings, trainings. Everything is on there. We're, we're, our focus is to, to bring you church in a whole different type of way, in a whole new light. We're just 
incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. And and so to get back to our conversation here, we started off this show talking about faith and what really is faith, which is Hebrews 11 talks about it's the faith. Uh, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And then we're out of the, the first letter of Peter, First Peter, which is a letter to a group of people who were not living the most Christian lifestyle. These are to, this letter is written directly to unbelievers. This letter is written to Jewish people who no longer followed the Jewish laws and ways of the, of the Old Testament. We are now in the New Testament here in First Peter, and, and he's talking to a group of people who are living in debauchery, which is excessive indulgence and sensual pleasures, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing. Yeah, this is the Bible, detestable idolatry. This is some of the crazy stuff that's spoken about in the Bible. And so we're going to get into 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 through 11. And then after that, I'm going to bring on our guest, Nick Tangora, host on uh, on on, uh, on BLI. He's uh, a TikTok rep. He, he's an up-and-coming superstar. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited to bring him on today to talk about faith um, and a lot of his interactions in the celebrity realm over here. All right, but let's talk about 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 5 through 11 it says clothe yourselves with humility toward one another for God is opposed to the proud but gives grace to the humble therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you at the proper time casting all your anxieties onto him because he cares for you isn't that awesome cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you be sober of spirit be on the alert your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. And after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. That's 1 Peter 5, 5 through 11. I encourage you to read that for yourself because it's amazing that this is what he's writing to people who don't even believe in him. They're not even living the Christian life, so whatever that means, right? Listen, we all mess up. We all make mistakes. That doesn't dictate. God doesn't love you or not love you or like you or not like you because of the things you do and you don't do, because of, of, of what you do. In fact, his love is unconditional. There's not a condition that you can be in where his love is not there for you. And his love will set you free. If you call out on the name of God, seriously, it's as simple as that. That's how prayer works. Prayer is not some formal thing. Prayer is a conversation where you just talk to him like you talk to your friend. Just invite him into your heart. God, I'm done with this. I'm struggling. I can't live my life like this. I need help in this area. Come into my life and, and help me. And, and, and I want to make you my Lord, make you my Savior. That's it. Just have a real dialogue with him. There is no religious way. But there's some interesting points that I want to bring out over here. And again, you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ovi, pastor of Sound of Heaven Church. I'm with you every single Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. I want you to, to mark that in your calendar, set your alerts, tell your friends, tell your friends. Uh, but I, I want to get back to 1 Peter 5 and pull out some things here just for us to, just to, to marinate in a little bit, okay? The first thing is to stay humble, okay? It says, close yourself with humility toward one another. For God resists the proud. He pushes the proud away, but gives grace to the humble. I did a whole teaching on this last week at uh, Sound of Heaven with a magnet, right? And if you think of how a magnet works is, is that a, a magnet, when you have total opposites, when you put it together, it pulls it in. 
And when you have the same side, it repels you. And so God is holy. God is perfect. God is righteous. And we're not. We're sinful. We mess up. We make mistakes. Every single one of us, myself, you who are listening right now, you make mistakes. God doesn't expect you not to make mistakes. But because we're polar opposites, God's, God pulls us in like a magnet pulls, pulls the opposite in. That's what we call grace. God doesn't need perfection. In fact, those who pretend that they're perfect, that they're righteous, that they have no sin, that they're just absolutely amazing without God, that you actually push God away from your life. God wants you to be honest and transparent. And if you're like that, just like a magnet, God will pull you right in. So I want to encourage you, stay humble, my friend, right? Not stay thirsty, my friend. Stay humble, my friend. Humility is a key that will just absolutely bless your life. The next thing he says, right? In verse number seven, it says, casting all your anxiety onto him because he cares for you. Cast it onto him. Cast. Now, I'm sure some of you have been fishing this summer, right? And when you cast your line out into the waters, right? You take the line, you hold it, and you, right? You throw it out into the water and you take the weight or whatever you're using to fish and you just cast it far away from you. So it's no longer with you. When you do that, you catch something, you catch the fish, right? The fish are in the water. And so God, I want you to think of that word cast, cast your anxiety onto, onto God, take it off your heart, take it off your soul, take it off your spirit and just throw it away from you onto God. And the reason why he wants to take your anxiety and your worry and your fear away, because he cares for you. Then it says the devil prowls around looking for someone to devour. Have you ever noticed that that the enemy of your soul or the things that trip you up are always your weakness and never your strength? <laughs> I've always noticed that everywhere I struggle, it's always the areas I weaken. I've never been attacked in the strong areas of my life. It's always when you're the weakest moment, right? Where, where, where you lose control. This is why God doesn't want you to lose control. This is why drunkenness is, is, is a sin. And it's really uh, not to pull out even the drinking aspect because you also have things like uh, slothfulness, which is extreme laziness or uh, overeating. All these things are considered error. That's what really what sin is. It's just error. It's not like, oh my gosh, God hates me because of my sin. No, sin is actually translated in the, in the Hebrew and the Greek as you missed the mark. You just made a mistake. So if you did that, pick yourself back up and just keep on going, right? That that's the point of of of, of that, that's what just the term sin means. And again, God knows we sin, which is why he sent Jesus to die for us. So there's a gap. We have faith in God who will perfect us, help us out uh when we need it, but we always get attacked in our weaknesses. And so when we lose control over our life, that's where sin, we miss the mark. And when we lose control, we we are we are the only thing that we can be held accountable for is losing control to begin with. And God never wants you in a situation where you don't have control and focus on something. It's not that he doesn't want you to have fun. He wants you to have fun. He wants you to have a good time. He wants you to enjoy life. He gave you one life. He wants you to live it to its fullest, enjoy people, enjoy friends, enjoy the great things he's made on this earth. But he just doesn't want you to have a lot of regret and pain and suffering when you wake up the next day. That's for sure. And it says, resist him firm in your faith. And this is why faith needs to be strong. Because when you resist the enemy, when you resist these struggles and you're firm in your faith, you're, the, the thing that's attacking you, the thing that oppresses you will actually flee. It will run away from you. And so with that, I want to be able to introduce our next guest. I'm going to read a, a short bio before we get him on. And, and, and my friend Nick Tangora is coming on. Nick Tangora is wowing listeners once again with his latest single, Break Your Phone. Nick is a 23-year-old multi-talented artist who writes, produces, and sings his original music. His previous release, Boohoo, 
has amassed over 28 million streams across streaming platforms, and his fans, which he calls Fangoras, are an active and ever-growing presence on social media. In collaboration with TikTok, Break Your Phones, Hashtag, Will It Break, saw nearly half a billion views in just the first 72 hours. In his two decades on the planet, Nick has been exposed to some large milestone successes within his music career, and now he takes his steps towards embarking on an incredible journey into the next phase of his creative arc. Nick has opened up for and performed with superstars like Shawn Mendes, Fifth Harmony, Megan Trainer, Fergie, Miley Cyrus, and others. He has toured with MagCon, DigiFest, OMG, and Run Around across the USA. Also, Nick is a personality on 106.1 BLI, hosting his specialty show, The Tangora Takeover, now on Saturdays from 6 to 10 p.m. Additionally, Nick has worked with numerous brands such as Paul Mitchell, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, LG, NBC, and numerous brands part of New York City Fashion Week. Notably, Nick hosted the 2019 iHeartRadio Music Awards Red Carpet with Elvis Duran, as well as worked closely with ABC and Dick Clark Productions in helping announce the nominees for Best Collaboration for 2019 American Music Awards. And he, Nick Tangora, is joining us next. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Johnny Ova. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back. Welcome 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 back to Sound of Heaven Radio where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you every single Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. I am your host Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the church Sound of Heaven located in Deer Park right next to the Tanger Outlets and again ladies you know exactly where that is husbands I'm sorry. I am so sorry about that but listen I have to give a point where everybody knows it just is and and I want you to visit our website at soh.church, and I am just beyond excited to bring in our guest, my friend, Nick Tangora. Nick, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is fantastic. Dude, listen, I just spent two minute and a half minutes of the last segment reading all this awesome stuff that you've done <laughs> and, and everything that you are doing. And Dude, you're 23 years old. It's been it's been quite the journey. It's definitely been quite the journey. We're having fun over here. That's good. Listen, I just want to also say that I am a Fangora as well too. I, I want <laughs> I want to get a shirt. Fangora's uh, the number one Fangora. Uh, I, I, I'll be the first one marching. Is if that's okay? If that's okay. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> we'll send over some merch. Absolutely. Perfect. That's what I want. That's what I want. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. Listen, dude, I want to get to know you a little bit more, and I want you to introduce yeah. our listeners here about you. Uh, you like I said, you've done so much and and you've been here. How'd you break into the business? 
Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, it started, I was, I want to say I was five years old, uh, and it was just after my grandfather had passed away. And my grandfather mm. lived to entertain us. I mean, he would just, every every morning in the living room, in the kitchen, didn't matter. We could be at the park. did not matter where we were. He would just perform. He would entertain. He would dance for us, sing for us, make <laughs> us laugh. And it was after he passed away, my brother and I were just going through some of this stuff and found one of his old records. And we were like, wait a minute. We didn't know our grandfather actually pursued music, that he was in a doo-wop group called The Gems. Wow. They were on the radio. They released music. They did, all, And we were like, this is amazing. And so it was right there where music was really comforting for us, where when we would perform, when we would sing, when we would dance, when we would do something of, from an entertainment perspective, we felt like we were with our grandfather again. Oh, man. And that's so awesome. we, were, we were based in Queens, and we, just, we, we started taking lessons in the back of a barbershop <laughs> by this man, Fancho Castellar. He taught us Colombian folk music. We're Italian and Irish, and I was the lead singer, so I'm still kind of Googling what I was singing about. <laughs> but we had so much fun with it, learned so much, and it just it really kind of just pushed us to that next level where so many kids our age, when you start learning about music, you're learning sheet music, you're learning how to right. be super technical. For us, right from the get-go, it was all about passion. It was all about feel. And so, I mean, that just put us in such a different kind of category. Um, and, and we were so fortunate for that. And then, you know, we just, we went out, we moved out to Long Island. We started pursuing, I was pursuing musical theater. My brother, Rafe, uh, who's the drummer, he was pursuing pretty much every rock cover band playing in bars at like 15, 16 years old, doing whatever he's got to do to just play. Um, and then a project took me out to LA. So we were kind of separated for about two years. And wow. I just, we came, I came back and I was like, Rafe, let's just do this together. Like we, music is, is the thing that united us from the get go. It's bringing us back together. Let's just make music together. And we've been doing that ever since. Um, and just show after show after show, we would invest, we would take, make $200 and invest that into merch. And then that merch would make $300. They're like, all right, now we made $100 profit. Let's put this <laughs> in support, getting some proper sound, getting into this, getting into that. Um, and we just found ourselves in this situation where we were building this following. Uh, it wasn't massive by any means, but we were like, all right, well, you know, how do we take this to the next, lab- uh, to the next level? Because you go to labels, you do this, you do that, and you'd hear, oh, this is fantastic, but what are your numbers at? And we were like, oh, well, <laughs> we've got like 2,000 followers on Instagram. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Call us when it's 100,000. They're like, oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know 100,000 people. <laughs> I'm going to have to start going to all these family reunions. You like, got your phone. Um, but we, just, we found ourselves in that position. And so we really spent, you know, a long time really dedicating to social media and building that, building that following, really kind of strengthening that, that core fan base. And that's when we had stumbled upon TikTok. And it's just, it's changed our life in so many ways because we've really been able to reach a whole new audience, 1.2 million followers on there. We released a song on there with the hashtag, Will It Break? That reached half a billion people in the first 72 hours. That's amazing. So, you know, and then that transpired into relationships with brands, getting to work, you know, um, with the American Music Awards and announce the nominees, getting to host the iHeartRadio Music Awards red carpet. So, I mean, it's, it's really... It's been incredible. It's been a really incredible journey these that's, last few years. That's sure. amazing. Now, n- briefly knowing Rafe the way I do and the way I kind of see him on social media, that doesn't surprise me that this dude is looking up 
cover bands at <laughs> for one o'clock in the morning. I, I could so see him doing that because you know I'd be up working out or training, and this guy's like, you know, you'll see me doing some Brazilian jiu-jitsu with somebody like, yo, let's train, man. It's like two thirty. I'm like, dude, what are you doing up right now? <laughs> I got five kids. I, I got an excuse, but what are you doing? <laughs> he, he, well, the thing is, is that's actually when he's waking up. Oh my he's, like, gosh, goes to bed at like six p.m. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, for me. If I could wake up at 6 p.m., I totally would. <laughs> I'm a total night owl, but he wakes up, and then he's up so early, and he's like, I'm going to start my day. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm gonna join a band. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Breather, Rafe. <laughs> too funny. Too funny. You guys are just awesome, man. You guys are the best. So, Thank you. I want to switch this conversation over, it, just again, hearing this, because you know it seems like fame has come really quickly to you i kind of had a taste of it with the wrestling but i mean you're taking this to levels that just are 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 amazing and before you came on i I was reading out of first peter five and the focus of the today show is on faith and the bible describes faith as faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen it just ties into chasing after your dreams and you know because it's so hard you know not many people make it and you know so many people put you down to live in reality and stuff like that so how is faith in general just faith helped you throughout your life? Oh, well, it's guided me in so many ways. And faith, you know, and when you're pursuing this dream, you have this dream, and like you said before, you're going to get shot down a billion times. Right, right. (laughs) A billion times. And it it really, it can really start to break you because it's like, well, am I not good enough? Am I not worthy enough? What is is missing? Why? Mm. It always feels like something is missing. Right. And I think that for me was really kind of uh, created this relationship that I have with my faith. Um, is because I was shot down so many times that I just felt, I felt unworthy. I felt unloved. I felt alone. And, and it was really kind of, I, religion was always a big part of my life, but it was never, you know, it, it wasn't what it is now. We're right. like almost reintroduced to me um, from all these, these situations that I was going through. And it's really, it's gotten me through so many tough situations and holding on to that faith and, and realizing, you know, I say it all the time, I'm like, God is like a fantastic GPS. Like he's like literally the best GPS. <laughs> exactly. and you're on the highway, you're on the road, you're on, and you're maybe if you download Waze, you're like Waze always takes you the scenic route. Like it's exactly. like get off the highway, go through this neighborhood, go into the mountains, go into the hills. Oh, I got to break you here for a second. Rachel, you hear what Nick just said, Rach? Did you hear what Nick just I just want to say she's like, "Yo, I want to use Waze." I'm like, "No, stop using this." No, but no. no I, Rachel, I just want you to understand what Nick just said. All right, continue, Nick. I'm sorry. Well, well, hold on. Johnny, I think you're speaking a little too early. No, 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 no. <laughs> because the 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 thing about it though is like so we're on the we're on this highway, we're on this road, and it tells us even though it's like you need to get off here because you need to avoid traffic, and you're like, but everything I'm moving fine, like well, there's no traffic. I don't know this thing, this app's not updating. What's going on? There's no traffic. There's no accident. I don't know what you're talking about. And so you end up staying, and then you're sitting in three hours worth of traffic because there's a pileup, and you're like, oh, I wish I got off before. <laughs> I wish I listened to my GPS. And so oh, it's man. like now we go through with this with life, and I have this 2020 has definitely provided a lot of obstacles this hmm. year. Someone very close to my family diagnosed with cancer and oh, she's man. beating it and she's doing amazing. Oh, awesome. But awesome. you know, we had to we had to look at that and be like, no, nah, this is this is all part of God's plan. This is there was an obstacle in front of us, but he's he's this is a detour. We're getting off, we're going around, we're going the scenic route, and we might end up back on this road or we might just get to the destination a completely different way. Um, but we avoid the we avoid the accident. We avoid the the road work. We avoid the obstacles that were ahead. 
And, you know, I, I, that's something that I've experienced in so many different ways, not just this year, but, and not even in just in my career, just in life, just in relationships, just with people, um, where it's like, you know what, uh, thank God for faith. Right, <laughs> thank absolutely. God, because that's what got me through. That's what got me through. That's what pulled me out of the, that, that dark hole, that darkness mm. that I was going through, that, that those times where I felt like I had nobody but myself, um, or sometimes when I didn't feel like I even knew myself. That's you know, and, that, and and faith did that for me. That's good. Well, Nick, here's a lesson for you and everybody listening right now. Rach, hun, I'm sorry. Um, I did not mean to speak at a, at, a, at a sort here. I have my foot in my mouth again. And uh, yeah, this is how married life works, brother. This is how my- <laughs> So it just, guys, we're here with Nick Tangora. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. Every week we're on at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. We want to encourage you throughout your day, uh, no matter what you're doing. Uh, make, make sure that you set your alerts, your alarms. Uh, you set your wife's alarms, your husband's alarms, your kids' alarms. Just make sure you get up and Tune on to, to, to turn on the radio and join us here at Sound of Heaven Radio uh, and check us out. Now, I'm reading some of these people you've opened for, Nick. You know, Shawn Mendes, Fifth Harmony, Megan Trainor, Fergie, Miley Cyrus, and all this stuff. And, you know, what comes to mind is seeing almost, it's almost like this God shift taking place in the entertainment industry. And I think of celebrities yeah. like Justin Bieber turning to God and worshiping God and the first question, I get asked this all the time. It's like, you know, people always say that God is almost like a crutch for the needy. And when you look at somebody like Justin and, and these different entertainers, I mean, don't they have it all? Like, why would somebody like that or yourself, uh, why would, what do you think it is that, that turns people to God like that? Well, first of all, yes, absolutely. When you look at Justin Bieber, you look at Kanye West, you look at Chance the Rapper, you look at so many of these massive household names, mainstream, you know, performers who are now, you know, expressing their, their religion so publicly. And we got to see Kanye West when he came out with his album, uh, I believe the title was Jesus is King. Mm. And it was, I mean, right there in the middle of Times Square, this massive billboard that says, I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. On the surface, it looks like these guys have it all. They've got the millions, maybe billions of dollars. They've got all the designer clothing. They've got all the success in the world you know, like, all right, hey, that's our guy. Like, what, we don't have to share it with these guys. They got everything. We need them right now, right? Right, right. And it's like, no, actually, everybody does. And and if you look at their situations, and Justin was going through it for a long time. He was going through it for a long time, living his life, growing up in front of the cameras, growing up in the media. We got to see all the good and all the bad that right. he was going through and on such a public in such a public way. Um, and, and, you know, I just... We can't judge their relationship with God. We can't judge their life because we don't know it. Right. Everyone's going through something. Social media and what we see, those are the highlights. You know right. what I mean? Those are, I, I, be, I will never post. <laughs> <laughs> I will never post that selfie where I'm going through it and I'm like, I just had a really great cry today. <laughs> That's where filters try to help, right? Not. It's like, yeah, oh, make me filters. look a little better today, please. <laughs> <laughs> filters are fantastic. No, but, it, it, but it's so true. It's like, right. you know, social media really is a place for the highlights. People are posting. When, well, oh, look what me and my husband just did. Look what me and my wife just did. We're at the beach. We're on right. vacation. We're, you know, we're living it up. But it's like, yeah, but where's the other 51 weeks out of the year where right. it's like you weren't feeling so great or you were, you were down. And that's normal. That's a normal part of living, obviously. Yeah, but, you know, it's like we, I think everybody was just kind of caught off guard with, with, uh, with Justin and, and even with Kanye. And for me, I was like, awesome. That's yeah. great. I'm not caught off guard because there are people too who just, they needed that relationship, and maybe they've had it, but it might have been suppressed by 
you know, their experiences or the people who are around them. Right. I say all the time, we all like to take the credit and toss the blame. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean, like, we like to, when something really good happens to us, it's just natural. We're like, so oh, well, I worked so hard for this. I deserve this. I, you know, it's me, 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 me. This is all because I did this. And then something bad happens and we're like, God, why? Right, right. <laughs> exactly. I thought you had so true. I thought, I thought we had a great relationship. What's going on? <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I really think that for a lot of these people, you know, they've, they, they've had to have experienced that where all their success was just was credited and attributed to their hard work. And that's it. And granted, of course, it, it has everything to do with you going out there and you working your butt off and you doing this and you doing that. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like when you're when you get into this head headspace and you're put in that headspace and you have people around you who are, you know, attributing to that headspace where everything good you do is on you and everything bad is it's not you. It's not you. It's him. No, that's not true. And so, you know, it's it's good for I think for these for these celebrities to really uh, use their platform to use their voice to spread this message and to get it out there. And I, I think it's incredible. It's inspiring. Faith is 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 cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it's it's awesome. It's so cool to see this. It's cool to see Demi Lovato, you know, t- talking about her faith and right. they're actively going to, to to church. I see it when I'm in L.A. We go to the same church. Wednesday nights, and it's like I get to, see, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like the, the whole front row could be you know, the VMAs. (laughs) It's awesome. It's awesome. That is awesome. I mean, guys, this guy's 23 years old. Nick is 23 years old talking (laughs) like this. And man, I, I, I pray for you, man. And my family prays for you. And you you know, you got such an amazing platform and can have such an effect on a generation that, that honestly really needs it. They struggle behind that phone. They struggle behind those closed doors. How can people get a hold of you? If and, and, and if you have anything coming up, please let our audience know. Yeah, no, I mean, so it's pretty much every social media I'm on. It's at Nick Tangora, Tango, two R's in the A. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, the thing about social media is I always, even when I'm feeling down, I'm like, no, nah, it's important to post. And the reason why I continue to post, and that's definitely not me telling people not to take that social media break or that break for their mental health when it comes to posting, because it can be exhausting. Right. But I look at what I do as like, all right, I'm a, I'm a performer, but at the same time, I'm almost like a travel agent, right? right? I'm taking these people on this mini vacation, whether it's 15 seconds or it's a two-hour concert, you're, you're, you're just giving some, giving some people some comfort it for the right now. And, and that's what I love to do about my platform and love to just share positivity, whether it's positive quotes in my Insta story or music on my main feed. Um, it's just, I think it's so important to just, even if you're reaching one person, to just, you know, give some good vibes. And, and that's how I always try to use my social media. So if you want to follow me there, that's where I'm at. I'm everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Google. I don't know. If there's a new app, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, the question that everybody wants to know, make sure you guys follow him, okay? Take it, tell your kids to follow. Just make sure you follow this guy because he really is inspiring and just an amazing person. But here's the question everybody wants to know, Nick. How many push-ups can you do? Straight. <laughs> straight. I want to know straight. Gonna, Don't lie to me. Either. I'm going to leave that one to my brother, <laughs> the Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert. There you go. <laughs> he's the workout. He's he's the he's the fitness guru and I'm the I'm the guy who's just like I'm his trainer. So I'm just yelling at him. I'm blowing the whistle. I'm like, "Come on, give me 10 more." <laughs> 
That's great, man. Well, Nick, thank you so much for you. I'm going to duet with you on, on TikTok. Is that okay? And you'll yeah. find, you're going to find out exactly why my wife is the worship leader and not me. But I'm going to, I'm going to duet with you on TikTok, and I'll see you. But, Nick, thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us today and, and just okay. encouraging you, the people listening right now. And uh, uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate your music. I appreciate the, the, the positive uh, influence and impact that you ha- you're having. And, and just keep doing what you're doing, bro. Well, that means the world to me, and thank you for everything that you're doing for the community. It's so inspiring, and and I love getting to go on my Facebook Live and watch you guys every Sunday, and I think you are amazing. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I might be a good speaker, but you're you're a little bit better than I. Oh, so stop, I- <laughs> stop, stop! Making me blush. You can't even see this radio a radio blush right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Seriously. Uh, all right, brother. Thank you for your time, man. Be good. You have a good one. Man, isn't he just great? Isn't he just, I mean, this Nick is the man. Nick is the man. Listen, guys, thank you so much for joining us. I hope we inspired you in your faith today. Next week, uh, we are going to be having one of the best biblical teachers who used to be a gangbanger on this island and was in jail. And uh, I mean, and and he in jail, his life completely transformed and changed for God. And now he's known as one of the best Bible teachers on the whole entire island. Uh, and he's a pastor right over here in Blue Point, Pastor Mike Miano. I am, I, we're going to be breaking it down. But guys, I want to encourage you in your faith today. And no matter where you're at and what you're doing, and, and if you're struggling, I encourage you just to, to call out on Jesus today. Just call, and again, I know that sounds crazy, call out on just such a religious thing, but, but listen, God is real. God is alive and he wants a relationship to you. And no matter what you're going through, that could change right now. You never know in a moment's time where you can meet somebody that can change your life forever. And I'm believing that you're listening to this radio show right now was a divine appointment, a divine connection uh, uh, for you today. And so I pray, just again, wherever you just say, God, help me. I need you. That's all you have to say. Again, there is no formal thing that needs to be done. Come into my heart. Make me new. Thank you for dying on the cross. Just repeat those things. Say it. God, make me new. God, come into my heart. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Jesus, I put my faith and trust in you. Amen and amen. That's it. That's all you have to do. And now get involved in church if you can. Join us live. You know, If you can't make it, join us at uh, live.soh.church. We're there every single week. Download our app. You can get church that way. Keep listening to our radio show. Be encouraged that way. Go to our website, soh.church. Learn more about God. Ask questions. We have people there. Again, I am Pastor Johnny Ova, and we are here every single Sunday, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. Make sure you tell your friends tell your friends. God bless you. Have a great week and we'll see you guys next week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.